Hubhopper Originals. It's a little bit of uh, the cynicism. It comes yeah. from us city dwellers, I think, right? Uh, uh, what I have noticed is people find a lot more comfort in places like Himachal and Uttarakhand and places like that, especially. Atiti Deva Bhava, they take that to the next level. So yeah. people there actually know that um, tourism is a big part of their economy, a big part of their livelihoods. So they make sure to put you at ease, put you at, um, make you comfortable and all of that. So uh, certain places I definitely say, uh, especially they are very, very supportive in terms of travel. to the sixth episode of The Podless. I'm Sayash Abdullah, your host on this show. On the last episode, we spoke to Tahina of Words of Earth about her podcast, her poetry, and so much more. So if you missed it, you can get up to speed on any of your podcast listening apps. You know, guys, for a while now, I've just felt like packing up my things in my medium-sized haversack and taking off. Not letting anyone know where or for how long. Just go. And I'm sure, like me, there are many of you who felt this incessant urge to go traveling. But for whatever reasons, couldn't. Be it work, familiar commitments, and then, of course, more recently, the lockdown. But you know, in the interim, how I find myself soothing the wound inflicted by this perpetual stagnation? It's by listening to a podcast. Podlisted this week is the Masafir Stories, hosted by Saif and Fiza. So whether you're a frequent traveler or an aspiring one, you will find stories of travels, adventures, tips and recounting memories by the travelers in their own words. Hands down, one of the most interesting podcasts I've come across thus far. So on today's episode, we have Saif and Fiza on the show and we talk about their podcast, their journey thus far and so much more. So let's get to it. So, um, guys, why don't we start off with uh, you guys telling us a little bit more about yourself, what you guys do, where you're based out of. A quick intro about ourselves, uh, Sasha. We both are based um, out of Toronto right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally from Bangalore, been raised there, uh, but right now we're in Toronto. Yeah. Both of us are in the IT industry. So she's a dev yeah. and uh, I work as a project manager. We are married for past five years. And after we got married, we were looking at different options that we can do as a side project. So Asaf was a major podcast listener. He still is. Even when he's going to sleep, he puts on a podcast and he's like dozing off and then he's trying to listen to it. So I had no idea about podcasts till we got married. Uh, so th- when we got married, Saif was in the US and we went and stayed there for some time and then got back to India. Um, when we got back to India, we wanted to do something as like a couple project yeah. <laughs> where like over the weekends we can like make our time more useful and do something better and all that. This is the Shadi Ke side effects. Basically, <laughs> we wanted to do something fun at the same time, uh, yeah. not get um, kind of... Uh, irritated and done with each other so this is just something we work together on <laughs> so, so we were thinking of different options I remember uh, one evening sitting and writing down all possible things that we can do and Seth's suggestion was we'll start a podcast that's it he just suggested the next morning he comes and he's like I'll order a recorder and I'm like for what okay and he's like podcast and I just okay I was like okay fine maybe newly married we're like okay okay order okay and then he was so serious he started thinking and jotting down points saying that okay fine we're going to do this we're going to do that we're going to call people we're going to talk about travel so yeah I mean he pretty much had it in his mind and yeah I just 
played yeah, along, I think. It was just like a short-term thing. We thought yeah. as long as we, uh, until we lose interest. But yeah, it's it's kind of gone on since then. It's been three and a half years now. Yeah. That is so cute. I've never heard a couple <laughs> speak of a couple project and create such a kick-ass podcast. You know, <laughs> when I stumbled onto your podcast, this is before I heard any episode, uh, I thought, Musafir's stories, it would be your travel logs. But it wasn't. So, which makes me wonder, how does it work? Like, what travel stories actually make the cut how do you guys decide the guests on the show can anyone apply and say hey i have a kick-ass experience i want to be featured yeah if yeah. you have a kick-ass story then uh, possibly <laughs> uh, but uh, we kind of just kind of try to um, kind of yield our power a little bit also so we try and uh, we are a little biased towards places we like a little bit <laughs> and the people whose travels we follow uh, so I usually try to work with a lot of these people who have uh, kind of documented this because we want to avoid surprises, uh, rather shocks for the listeners. So, um, yeah, we try to have uh, people um, whose stories we know. Otherwise, also, we've had listeners a few times on the podcast. They just have to pitch. Uh, yeah. If the story is interesting for us, then uh, they're on board. And one of the reasons was we ourselves, we're not like full-time travelers or never not have been. Right? Yeah. So we wanted... Um, to give the best experience, both in terms of uh, getting to the depth of something. So we didn't want to keep it su- superficial, right? Um, that's what we risked if we went with amateurs like us. And uh, the other risk was ke- being uh, or keeping it uh, pretty monotonous if it's just the two of us sharing our stories, our way of travel all the time. Yeah. By having different guests, that diversity, that variety is added, right? So yeah. that was the whole idea. Yeah. And, and both of us are in like full-time job, like every yeah. Monday to Friday, even <laughs> weekends at times, we do our work just stretches. Uh, so uh, traveling is, I mean, we love to travel, but it is not something that we can do so much that we can document it as a podcast so that yeah. we definitely wanted to hear from another person's perspective. Having or creating, like, I mean, this has obviously evolved over time. We didn't think of this when we started, but now uh, I think it's more of a, uh, audio catalog kind of a yeah. project we want to create of experiences within India because uh, it's only beaten to that kind of itineraries right that go round and round and round and that's what is exposed even to people outside of India right so we just wanted to like portray a lot of these that are lesser known also, yeah yeah right? so and, and one of the main objective at least of, of Musafir stories is to m- m- like majorly just uh, concentrate on the you know, the regions and the travel places that only India offers. So we just try and we make sure that at least like 99.99% of all our episodes are based in India. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the diversity India gets with respect to travel is amazing. When you think about it, it's like mountains on top and the sea and the beaches and the desert one side and the forest. The forest. Oh my God, it's, <laughs> it's too much. So yeah. <laughs> What's your process like? Like, do you guys have like a bunch of episodes recorded? Do you guys know the list of places you all want to have in what succession? How does it work? Yeah, I have a little bit of a pipeline that I have running. Uh, it's usually about uh, uh, five to six episodes that we record uh, ahead of time, just because it becomes a little hard doing this week over week. And also uh, somewhere in the process, you tend to lose steam. And that's what we don't want to get into so we uh, do this in bursts record say five or six episodes and because we release um, every other week these run for the next three months or so and we kind of repeat that process every two three months Um, and yeah as far as the list of uh, this one we always are working on uh, we get recommendations from listeners we also work on things uh, like just 
as we uh, come across different travel stories on the internet, uh, the things which excite us start reaching out to people. So this is something that's going on in the background, us reaching yeah. to people and all of that. Uh, and we have we always have a running list of uh, 10 to 12 places that we are uh, actively pursuing to get people on board to record. But as a set of episodes, we usually have about five or six of them in the backlog always. All the time, yeah. And you guys started this like three years ago or so, right? Yeah, yeah it's three and a yeah. half years now. So what were your challenges like, really? Because it might have been much tougher to, I don't know, put your work out there, right? I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, one of the main reasons we actually started, I mean, thought about starting a podcast also is that because when we came to India and when we were looking around for, uh, like, you know, podcasts in India, three years back, there weren't too many. There were, but not too many as how one would expect from a country like India, which has so much, so many people, so many stories. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons where we thought that we we're going to start a podcast. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's explaining to people what a podcast is, right? That's yeah, the that biggest was, challenge. That, I that think that time. even now is because so many yeah. times that I come across, there are so many people who are like, uh, what is podcast? And they're like, yeah, I mean, so many people still have yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just, no idea. Um, kind of sold these at that time as uh, audio interviews, basically mm. something like YouTube, but will be available on iTunes. So iTunes kind of got people off a little bit uh, yeah. so they were excited that it's a new platform um, and to be honest a lot of these bloggers that we worked initially with they were um, very forthcoming very yeah. um, kind of looking forward to experiment right because it was a new platform where they could reach out to listeners and yeah. uh, get an audience obviously it was more for us than for them they had a built-in audience we were outsiders yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the uh, biggest challenge we had, like explaining the medium to people, right? Um, now with a bunch of celebrities jumping into this, big media houses, uh, big streaming platforms, music streaming platforms, it's become a lot more mainstream. But back in the day, yeah, <laughs> I mean, still three, four years ago, it was still okay. Uh, if you go back uh, further than that, I think when you had to download stuff on iTunes and listen to it, that would have been like a complete <laughs> challenge. Uh, but yeah, it's picked up now. You would have seen it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And now you guys have more than like 80 episodes and have spoken to so many travelers already, right? I mean, tell me the strangest travel story or experience you've heard thus far. Me, I think the strangest was uh, a, a person who took 25 days he may in May in 25 days he took 25 trains and traveled like across the length and breadth of India wow. so that was like the craziest thing I was like whoa that is awesome so that someone can do that 25 days 25 trains uh, like top of India to bottom east of India to west yeah so that was like a brilliant journey uh, another one this is not uh, specifically India focused but uh, yeah we did an episode just because it was like uh, I think it had gone viral also a couple of years ago where um, a person he kind of uh, I don't know it was uh, technically there was a piece of land that wasn't um, oh, yeah. belonging to any country technically so he managed to fly there somehow. This is somewhere close to, um, uh, I think, Egypt and uh, somewhere around the uh, African uh, continent. He flew there and he lay claim to that land. I mean, it's a little outrageous thing to do and uh, even to take up, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he called it the kingdom of Dikshit. Yeah. Right? But yeah, that was kind of... Crazy, uh, yeah. outlandish and crazy thing even to think of uh, leave alone like doing it right so that was crazy also so we had him on the platform which is uh, pretty yeah. interesting and yeah. pretty cool to listen to his part of the story like how he went about what he did he was yeah. the, apparently the only passenger, passenger who flew on that last leg of the plane <laughs> wow <laughs> And, you know, all your episodes and your, like, travel stories are so different. But I just want to understand, is there anything similar to these 
travelers that they subconsciously sort of try to imbibe in their travel experience something that is common to all travelers somehow i think uh, the good thing that i have at least picked up um, especially in the is in this new breed of travelers and uh, uh people who take up travel full time right because because before this it was more of a hobby type of thing for yeah. most of us right but now we have people who are dedicated full time to this the good thing they're doing is um obviously it's a great decision a uh, very courageous decision bold decision to make but even beyond that uh, the thinking local i think which is very very important yeah. uh, especially for places um that are not exactly in the mainstream for these places and these economies to come up um you have to support and buy local that's uh, buying local going local is a big big uh, underlying theme um th- a lot of them do try to call it out uh, so that listeners and readers do pick it up the other thing is a lot of them are also starting to uh, call out um being able to preserve um not just the monuments but also nature in general yeah. right because in places like india there's this uh, it's just a double edged sword right uh, on the one hand you want to make these lesser known places known to people at the same time you don't want it to be a victim of over tourism so they try to call it out as to how best um, you can leave a place better than you found it right yeah. uh, so that's i mean i won't call it a losing battle but eventually people will find out eventually tourists will get there but um the thing is about awareness and education right um, educating them as to um, how not to pollute them like they would pollute their uh, say neighborhoods or cities um that we live in so that's an important thing to that they uh, kind of take care of uh, even if they don't call it they try to leave the messaging in those conversations yeah. which is very very uh, nice of them yeah you know i'm not too familiar with this whole thing about eco traveling how prevalent is it <clears throat> there is definitely there is definitely yeah. good sides to it and uh, it is it is the need of the hour that you have to think about like i said that eventually these places whether you speak about it or not people will get there especially with the availability and access to the internet um, now with internet becoming mainstream thanks to geo and uh, whoever else <laughs> is doing this um people will get there um so the, our only hope is educating and informing people right um it is a thing eco travel is a thing um it's it's uh, although i would say right now it's still to this niche of bloggers and full time travelers it's perhaps not as um common of an idea just perhaps like podcast was podcasting was <laughs> three or four years ago right uh, it's getting there but uh, i think the need of the hour is um, education and um, awareness spreading awareness more than anything yeah um and you know i think just speaking of traveling um about the survival of these tourism based communities yeah and travel bloggers and photographers how do you think the travel and tourism ecosystem will sort of cope or bounce back i think it's definitely going to take time <laughs> uh because we uh, ourselves have come across so many stories and so many bloggers that we talk to where things have been difficult at their end because of the pandemic uh, we know of so many bloggers who who had almost quit work just around december to take up traveling full time and by february march this happened so it it's quite unfortunate but um hoping that hopefully within a year travel becomes much more i mean the travel bans are lifted people can travel around yeah. and, and things become better where, yeah i think that's where uh, again going back to the earlier point of uh, supporting local economies right that mm-hmm. becomes so much more important uh, a lot of these livelihoods are completely dependent on tourism and travel uh, definitely improving those and about the travel bloggers 
a lot of these are already courageous people, right? To have taken up um, a decision and followed something they love, yeah. something they're passionate about. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll see this through. It's uh, just another phase. They'll see this through. Yeah. Um, overall, I definitely think it'll bounce back, especially given that, um, like we mentioned at the beginning as well, India is so rich with uh, the diversity of it, right? Everything from uh, not just, yeah, we spoke about the nature part of it, but even in terms of the history, uh, like, uh, due to being uh, or seeing so many different uh, rules and kingdoms and all of that in history, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before it picks up. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a phase, right? I mean, this is once in a lifetime type of a thing, the situation, the phase we're passing through. So uh, it's hard for everybody. We just have to see this through. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, me and a lot more people, I just feel like we regret underappreciating the freedom of traveling when we were able to do so Seriously, whenever, yeah. you know, yeah. And now we're just all stuck and nobody can leave. <laughs> but um, presuming yeah. that you have traveled more than all of us and more so because you have conversed with so many travelers, what would you say you have learned because of travels, because of you guys starting this podcast? Perspective. Perspective is something I'd definitely say. Yeah. Uh, looking at uh, different things from different points of view. Before that, you pretty much have your blinkers on and uh, try to form uh, judgments and opinions about people, about places. Uh, but um, knowing uh, or giving a little more time and thought to d- these different things, perspectives have uh, definitely changed. Uh, we've also kind of enjoyed uh, actually learning about the backstory of the places we go to, right? Before mm-hmm. this, it was more about, oh, where do I go? I just make a list and jet off. Uh, but now it's more about, oh, uh, if a certain thing is popular in a place or if a certain type of a commerce is popular in a place, why is it? What's the backstory? So just learning so much about the, it's almost like an intersection of geography and history. Yeah, if you yeah, look at a place, true. right? It's not just about the geography or just about the history. And obviously people form that important uh, mm-hmm. thread that connect the two. Uh, so that is kind of fascinating, just opens up whole new worlds. Earlier we were speaking to, we were recording an episode on Pune earlier and uh, just knowing about uh, the Peshwas and the rules is uh, so much more beyond Bajirao Mastani and Tanaji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think things like that it just makes uh, it just, uh, so much more wholesome experience, I would say, yeah. that in the past might have been a little bit superficial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember recording one episode with uh, one of our uh, fellow podcasters uh, where he talks about about people in history never thought that they were that they were in history right so travel gives you that perspective also that you go you see those places you feel like challenging yourself to do something better and to leave behind something that you know your coming generations are going to look out and i mean thank you for it so yeah no absolutely i think that's wonderful even the people right yeah, we meet yeah, of course in all our various travels yeah and i i mean i know that now it's completely uncertain when we can all resume um, right. our travels right but what do you guys have in store for us like what is brewing at musafir stories like what are you guys working on what's coming up i mean it's always uh, <laughs> uh it's it's a uh, we always have a pipeline of uh, uh, like, uh, yeah. interesting things coming up so uh, i wouldn't say for the longest time we have kind of tried to start something in hindi as well unfortunately that hasn't been <laughs> happening kind of <laughs> taking a new course because obviously the this one is to reach out to a larger audience because there's so many of us uh, speak Hindi but uh, because it's not our native language that hasn't kind of panned out as we'd like it to be so that's something that's always in the works but beyond that uh, just I think um, uh, 
spreading more more and more across india and uh, getting deeper into uh, some of these places we travel it's pretty much business as usual for us just trying to improve uh, incrementally as as we try to put out more episodes yeah yeah i, I think recently we had this addition to our website where we went ahead and added uh, india's map <laughs> and we put down all the places that uh, we have covered so far so yeah that's something that always uh, work in progress yeah So that was Seth and Fiza from the Musafir Stories. Check out their podcast, guys. I promise you, you will love it. Now, a little bit about my collaboration with the Artists Project. For those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, the Podlist and the Artists Project have come together to try and spread awareness and raise funds for artists and artisans who are unable to make ends meet. The link to the campaign we've created is in the podcast notes, and I request each and every one of you to please take a couple of minutes to check it out. spread the word and contribute in whatever capacity possible and if you have any questions regarding it any feedback cool podcast suggestions you think i should check out and maybe feature please feel free to reach out to me on my instagram my handle is @sayashapillai or you can drop me an email at writetosayasha@gmail.com so that's it for today guys i'll catch you guys next thursday इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट So yeah that's something that always uh, work in progress yeah <laughs> so that for self and fizz out from the musafir stories check out that podcast guys i promise you you will love it now a little bit about my collaboration with the artist project For those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, the Podlist and the Artists Project have come together to try and spread awareness and raise funds for artists and artisans who are unable to make ends meet. The link to the campaign we've created is in the podcast notes, and I request each and every one of you to please take a couple of minutes to check it out, spread the word, and contribute in whatever capacity possible. And if you have any questions regarding it, any feedback, cool podcast suggestions you think I should check out and maybe feature, please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram. My handle is at Sayasha Pillai, or you can drop me an email at writetosayasha@gmail.com. So that's it for today, guys. I'll catch you guys next Thursday. This Hub Hopper original को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया. अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट